Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We This is our second season now. This is episode number six. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's coming along. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people on here. We appreciate everyone that does watch this. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's good to hear what people have to say about it. And, you know, it's good advertising for our sponsors, too. Who do we got this week, Coach? We have the Flemke Insurance Agency. Uh, Mr. Ben Flemke there, right downtown, uh, right before the power plant there. Uh, there, you know, he wanted us to let us know, and I already know this, he's a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. Um, they shop over 40 companies on your behalf, 40 carriers, um, and they, that's saving you time and money right there. And uh, a lot of the hassle as well, because they're working for you, not the insurance company. They are shopping insurance companies on your behalf. So that, it's like having a, your own like broker. That's good. Yeah. I, I like it when they do that to, with these insurance agencies. Some don't and some do. Yeah. Yep. And also, uh, you know, he sponsors basically everything we do, it seems like. Uh, our golf event in the summer, um, you know, T-shirts, things like that. So mm-hmm. he's just so active in the wrestling community and, you know, a lot of different uh, sports and uh you know, community activities as well. So thank you, Mr. Ben, ben Flemke. Thank you for letting us borrow your son, Maximus Flemke, um, our 220-pounder, our freshman. So uh, just a delight in the room, too. And so, yeah, you've done a great job. Thank you. Yes, he has. Okay, OHS, the high school team. Last Thursday, they had a big night. Man. Yeah, under the lamp. Always love that. Uh, JV came out and represented pretty well. Um and it was nice to see our community come out for that, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were, uh, our, our side of the gym was pretty dang full, even by just JV. And then uh, once the lights went low, uh, teed it up. And, yeah, head-to-head with Northfield under the lamp. And Pretty um, close match. Pretty close, you know. And it, it's, it always comes down to those kind of like uh, team points, rubber matches, those Bubble type of things. Yeah, yeah, it could have gone either way. We had some. Some really, like really four, close ones. There's three, three or four. Yeah, yep. So we had, we had some a lot of fun at, um, and I actually I forgot, Mr. Mason Bloom was on here too on the pin side because he ended up hobbling back for a pin. So it was Michael Renardi at 138 with a pin, Kale Robb at 160, Mason Bloom at 152, and that's after uh, re-injuring his ankle uh, uh, late in the first period. Kind of left it up to him while we were on the mat saying, you know, like, what, what do you want to do? And he's like, I can. And he's like this every day. He wants to be back in the room yep. so fast. Like, if anything, we're trying to, like, hold him back to heal up a little bit. And uh, goes back out there, gets the pin, <laughs> lights it up. Yes, he did. That was incredible. And, and Everybody then, came to their feet on that one, too. Right, right. And then you, you've said this before. It, it's nice to end on a win no matter what. And so Grant Lauer coming out, even though Northfield had the match in hand, yep. uh, coming out, getting the stick. Um, it, that's at least a nice, you know, uh, icing yeah. on the cake there. That's but. that heavyweight. That guy is a big boy, I'll he tell is. you. He is. Now, how about them clutch wins? They got a couple yeah. of them. Yeah, so, you know, Lane Karsten um, at 126 versus his section final foe, Keith Harner, who last year he was 2-2 two and two against. Um, and mm-hmm. he was on his way to, you know, very close to a major uh, the way lanes progressed, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that in, you know, if they saw each other section finals again this year that we're talking about tech fall territory because he's, he's learning how to pour it on, mm-hmm. which is great. It's not just believing in himself to get the win. Now it's believing in himself to dominate. So mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. That's what to you see want this time of year. It's yeah. getting close. 
And then also Mason Bloom got that. That was a crutch when we already went over that one. Yeah, yeah. All right, close losses. That was the four bubble ones. Yeah, Talk, yeah. Yes, Donnie had um, ranked Caden uh, Staub from, uh, at 113, and that's kind of a, a grudge match, too. I think they were 2-2 two and two against each other last year as well. Uh, so to come out and really, you know, he was one fireman's carry away. Um, that was kind of the difference in the match. I believe it was like an 8-4 match. Yep. And Donnie came back and was definitely in better shape. Had him gassed out at the end there. Is that the first time he's met him this year then? This year, yes. Oh, That's boy. the first time. So. Well, he got sections. They'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Parker Casas, you know, he's such a grinder in the room. He's um, one of the, the best listeners, hardest working kids. Can't get two words out of him, but uh, that's not always the worst thing in the world. I know. And uh, for him to go 4-1 against Keith Harner's brother, Sam, who is a really jacked kid, um, you know, Parker stayed active the entire match. Just absolutely sit out after sit out after sit out. Um, mm-hmm. To keep that to a regular decision, 4-1 was uh, pretty incredible for a kid that, um, you know, may not have been wrestling his entire life, but is like, picking it up pretty dang fast. And it's cool to see him evolve in front of our eyes. And Ryan Feltz at 182. Ryan Feltz uh, versus girls national champion Ella Pagel, who, um, from my understanding, has uh, had Ryan's number his whole life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, more in, like, the tech fall pin territory. And so for Feltz to be leading that match, you know, late, for him to, yeah, and like really believe in himself, a really close loss. That was a bubble match, too. It's yep. not like she dominated or anything like that. So uh, that was great. Yeah, she to is see. number one in the nation. I just, when I heard that, I just couldn't hardly believe it. Yeah. Good wrestler. Yep. Mm hmm. And, and Blake Fitcher. Yeah. 195. Fitch. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, against Murphy. <laughs> um, you know, and, that, and that's one where he is that's all he I know that's the only thing that's been in his head since last Thursday is just you know it was a 2-1 match basically for the the entire third period and uh yeah it's just so close and um that's what we're working on is just kind of getting him over that mental block of you know staying aggressive on your feet that could have been the three-point swing right there yeah yeah (laughs) we don't we don't want to put it on any one match but match no but yeah we had a lot of bubble matches and you know uh Gave up some team points we shouldn't have on some other stuff. So yeah, yeah. and last Saturday, Varsity JV was at Zambroda Mazeppa. Yes, so lost a heartbreaker first round to Lean and Mean Kenyon Wanamingo from Class A. Uh, we were down two points going into heavyweight. Lauer fought so hard at heavyweight, was even leading um, well into the second period. Got kind of tossed on the edge on the kind of a controversial takedown considering he's such a large human that his feet were on the gym floor Mm -hmm. um and it took a little late to notice that but uh this is a kenyan team so we we barely lost uh lost that heavyweight uh but it's a kenyan team that just knocked off number one ranked over yola last night i was over in dover yola and they they beat them guys 37 32 and dover is ranked number one in the state so yeah so i mean i say that's yeah, so to think about that and to think about the fact that we were right there going into heavyweight and we were forfeiting one weight all day. We were yeah. down um, a weight class, so giving up a forfeit every single duel. Um, yeah, that, they were ahead going into heavyweight 30, or no, let's see, 31 to it was the low 20s, I think, or something like that. It ended up 37, 32 because they forfeited their heavyweight. They didn't need to send them out. Oh, okay, yep. 
So it, it looks like it was close, but it really wasn't. They they dominated. They were they were a tough physical team. That they game. are. They're they're better now than they were at the beginning of the season. I'm telling you. They, yeah, they're, they're tough. They're gonna be good. Team to watch at at sections. Absolutely. Well, and then uh, yeah, we had Zombroda next, and you know Zombroda had our number top to bottom. Mm-hmm. It was a thirteen to fifty seven uh, match, uh, but we had you know some moral victories in there. They had really high ranked. Um, Owatonna connection, Jack Cryer, uh, oh, Mark Cryer's, yeah, yeah Cryer, uh, yeah. his uh, his son, number three good. ranked, yep. Lane Karsten, um, who, for all intents and purposes, is wrestling kind of up a weight when he's at twenty six, uh, went the distance with Jack and fought off legs, got, I, I think he got a takedown, like just you know really um, battled hard, and same thing, Caden Linquist at one hundred six, um, had a similar like really really tough fight against uh-huh. a good kid. Um, so that was cool to see. Um, and then finished the day with a, a win against Centennial, 40-37. to 37. And They're kind of an up-and-comer team. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were historically good and then down for, you know, a stretch. But uh, you see it coming back where now every single weight class is at least strong. If not experienced, they're mm-hmm. at least strong. So that's, yeah. Team highlights there? Kale Rob? Yeah, Rob took care of business. No surprise there. <laughs> Just beating the absolute crap out of everybody <laughs> um, at 160. Uh, Michael Renardi against, uh, he went undefeated on the day, but against Centennial, went against their stud, Timco, who was a state qualifier, went out and jab wizarded him to his back in the first 10 seconds, stuck him right on the spot. Oh, boy. So that was huge. And, I mean, we know Michael's capable of that, but it's like to do it against such, you know, high caliber opponents is so impressive i mean who jap wizards anyone anymore like mm-hmm. it's just it's cool uh lane carson like i said two and one on the day with tough wins but then also uh hanging with uh jack career there at uh for Zambroda. and then max flemke we gotta stop putting all the weight on his shoulders but he did ice the duel um at 220 against centennial where all he needed to do was not get pinned against their senior captain who was an absolute animal, and uh, he did that. Hung in that match, fought all the way to the end. Good. Um, yeah, it was great to see. Last Saturday, the girls of our city were at an individual tournament in Champlin Park. Yeah, and our seventh grader, Aaliyah Fisher, at 138, took first place. I think all three pins, I do believe. Them Fisher girls are kind of tough, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's hitting her stride, and, I mean, she's such a hard worker all year round mm-hmm. anyway. We knew that was going to happen. Um, and then uh, Precious Carter at 145 took third place, um, two and one on the day. And she's, for, for being as kind of new as she is, it's really taken to the sport. So that, that's incredible to see. Um, and then we also had uh, a seventh grader Lucinda Ornelas compete at this high school event at 100 pounds. Um, and... London Abbott, eighth grader at 107, her first year wrestling, I mean, maybe a month in, and mm-hmm. wrestling high schoolers. And then uh, Isabel Townley at 107 was also competing mm-hmm. that day, so our sophomore. Now, we got a big week coming this week. I know that. First yeah. of all, Mankato East. Yeah, who, you know what? They are no slouch. They aren't the Mankato East that we remember. They yeah. kept it within two points of Northfield a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they may not fill out a full lineup, but where they are, um, they're tough. They get like, pins. Yeah. They're, uh, they at least kind of surprised, and maybe that was kind of a trap scenario against Northfield. 
So we're, we're talking about that in our room. Like, don't look past them. You know, everything's got to click. Yep. And that's in Mankato East. That's a yep. home match. For them. That, yep. that, that always, I say, you know, it's kind of like football. It's a three-point swing right there in sure. the home matches, I think, anyway. The yep. JV starts at 6, the varsity falls at 7, 7.15, whatever mm-hmm. time they, they get done with the JV. Yeah, absolutely. That's on Thursday. Then Saturday at East Ridge Individual Tournament. What town's that in? East Ridge? That's Woodbury. Woodbury. Yep, it's a Woodbury school. Okay. Massive, massive school. So we went there last year for the first time. Um, individual tournament on both the varsity and JV side. And really cool. They, you know, and they have some big time programs there. Apple Valley's there, Waconia, um, Anoka. So uh, some really kind of stud teams, Maple Grove. Um, mm-hmm. All the North teams. Yep, all those North Metro teams. So, um, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a tough one. It's, it's really fun, though. It's a cool environment. It's all in one big kind of field house-ish gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not running between different gyms or anything like yeah. that. Um, and Saturday, the ninth grade team at State at Mora. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to put that second place... Um, result that they had a, a few weeks ago at Eastview in that really tough ninth grade tournament. We're putting that to the test this Saturday. So we have uh, still a team that's mostly ninth graders at the weights, and then we have uh, some seventh and eighth graders chipping in and Filling ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the middle school, last but not least. Yeah, and they're heading into their last week. They're at the tail end. They usually wrap up at the end of January, so mm-hmm. that's where they're at right now, and um, so, uh, last week they had, uh, three nights in a row, just crazy. Uh, yep. Shakopee on Thursday, that's, Lakeville on Friday. That's fun for that age. It is. They, they can they, do it. They can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry. Yeah. They're not weighing in, yep. you know, they're just wrestle what you weigh, match yep. you up, have match good. Yep. yep. And you have fun. Exactly. And then they're at that Coon Rapids, which is now an individual tournament on Saturday. And that's just in, this time of year, too. You keep busy with matches, and they don't get bored with having practices. You know? Yeah, right. They've, they've done enough practicing. Yeah. They're ready to wrestle. little cabin fever there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, this week, they're hosting at the Otana Middle School. Uh, I believe it's a quad, and that starts at 415. Um, so go ahead, and uh, there's full concessions there. So tomorrow load up night. on pizza. Yeah, tomorrow night, 4.15 at the middle school. And Saturday they're at Farmington Individual Tournament. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a good way to round out their season there as they're in the home stretch. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and like I said, we'll, have, we'll be borrowing a few of them for ninth grade that day. So, All right, we're at a point where we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with more wrestling right after this. All right, we are back here with the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast with head coach DJ Johnson, and now we got Justin Sorensen as the guest here tonight. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. All these Sorensons <laughs> back to back. Yeah. So I'll apologize right now if I call you Josh or well, Lonnie. I think that's your dad, right? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't call him Danny or Kirby. Yeah. That's all you ever ask. There you go. Uh, well, um, tell us a little bit about your family and maybe work or hobbies or how about your family? Yeah, uh, my wife, Carrie, and uh, my two daughters. I got an 11 year old and an eight year old, um, Avery and Eliana. Mm-hmm. So they're both in sports themselves. Avery's in basketball okay, and fifth grade basketball and Ellie's in uh, gymnastics. So. Two sports I know nothing about, <laughs> and when we go to basketball tournaments, I really know nothing about them, so I'm always asking questions. Yep. 
There you go. Oh, they might wrestle. You never know. Yeah, Ellie, she's actually been asking about it, so next year she might think about going. Oh, good. We'll see what happens. Okay. How about your grandma and grandpa? They still come to matches? Uh, I don't think they've been to a match for a while. You know, like even myself, I hadn't been to a wrestling match in years mm -hmm. uh, just because we really didn't have any family in it mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I don't think grandma and grandpa have really been to a match either. But uh, I think uh, now that I kind of got back into the swing of things with the organization and that, and uh, I think uh, you're going to start seeing my dad and grandma and grandpa showing up a little bit more often. Oh, good. Oh, good. So. Uh, what kind of work? Oh, you say you're getting back into the work. What are you doing here for the wrestling? Uh, helping assistant coach. Okay. Yeah. Good. I hadn't, at the varsity uh, level? At the varsity level, yeah. So I come in here and get my butt kicked every day. <laughs> oh, geez. So, yeah. Butt kicked. Mm -hmm. That's what makes guys better. He yeah. was a legend the step the second he stepped in the room. They were just like, who yep. is this guy? Yep. They still talk about it. Because what, what did your shirt say? Stay dangerous? Yeah, stay dangerous. Yeah, yeah so stay that's already. Dangerous? Stay dangerous. Stay, stay dangerous. dangerous. They've been yeah. using it as like a, a hashtag on Instagram. So yeah, stay they, dangerous. They, yeah, they like that. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But it's perfect to have it. Sorry. It's perfect to have a guy like, you know, your size, but also. Um, you know, because we have like some of these wrestlers that are, are that type where you're an upper weight, but you wrestle more like a middleweight, like a Blake Fitcher, um, you know, mm -hmm. e even to an extent, you know, like Max Flemke and, and some of these guys who, um, you know, can move, you know, yeah. still still pretty fast, still pretty quick. You know, I see uh, some of our taller guys, uh, even like, you know, Logan Risser, a young young dude. He's going to be packing it on, um, and when he does, they're tall enough to where they're going to be in your range. You know, you're wrestling 89 as a, as a high schooler, and they're yep, going to be 82, yep. 95, so that's about perfect. Yeah, and, it, and that's kind of, I don't, I've always wrestled the heavier weights, I mean, yes, for, the most, for the most part. So that's kind of the group that I've been kind of going towards. Mm -hmm. but. Well, what college, how'd you do there? Yeah, college, wrestled at Augsburg. Okay. Now they changed it from Augsburg College to Augsburg University. Oh for my! Some reason. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Stepping bigger. up, I guess. Makes it sound bigger. Yeah. Bigger, uh, better. Yeah, yeah. Wrestled there, uh, at 197, and took sixth place my junior year. So that's pretty good. Six out of the nation. <clears throat> got to got oh. to wrestle with a lot of really good guys. Got to make a lot of good friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, the coaching staff we had, uh, Coach Swenson and uh, uh, Donnie was my personal coach. And uh, oh, Wickman was working yeah, with you directly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he cool. was. Every coach kind of picked a few people, mm -hmm. and uh, Donnie was one of my guys. So, so we spent a lot of time going mm -hmm. over going over wrestling footage and whatnot. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, and a lot of a lot of really good. Uh, Really good guys up there, so it really yeah, pushed you hard. You see all these guys out there all around the United States. Actually, um, you learn a lot. You learn a lot just wrestling against them guys. You know. Oh yeah. And watching them before you wrestle them, I'm sure you did that. But yeah, going into it, like, uh, I don't think I got a an actual takedown that I could say was a real legitimate takedown <laughs> on anybody that was, uh, especially a starter for probably at least the first two weeks of practice. And I don't know yeah. if you had that same experience. Same deal, yep. yep. You go yep. in there thinking, okay, I got this. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a little tougher than you think when everybody there 
was either a state champion, uh, you know, probably top three in whatever weight yeah. class they were in. So yeah. he gave his first first match, first college match, he wrestled a guy that had a broken thumb. Well, he had taped it all up, but it was just like a cast. This guy was jabbing him in his eye the yeah. whole match. Yeah. And the ref let him get away. He came out with both his eyes all cut up. He lost that one. He got beat up pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He learned yep. Yep. <laughs> what it's like in college. They're rough and tough, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, how, well, how about high school then? What uh, you know, we skipped to college, but like, you were a a part of some pretty dang good teams, but you personally had some accolades too. How'd that go for you? Yeah, uh, my senior year, I ended up taking second. Um, you know, I don't know if it would have, if anything would have changed, but uh, the day before we actually left for the state tournament, uh, so I the other day I actually said I had never had any injuries, and I kind of forgot about the kind of a big one i actually uh ended up fra fracturing a metacarpal in my hand the day before we left for the state tournament my oh, senior geez. year yeah i remember i that. was wrestling with uh jeremy schubert he was a, a former wrestler and state champion and we were uh, standing over or we were wrestling over by the inlet uh vent over there and i went in for a high crotch on him and whacked my hand right into the mat and actually yeah. ended up fracturing it and one of my coaches, uh, my personal coaches, uh, senior year was Travis View, and afterwards we would do little <laughs> workouts. Sure. And I tried to, and my hand was just hurting so bad, and mm -hmm. I tried to pick up, he brought down a couple 45 pound plates and we were gonna do a, a plate workout, and I couldn't hold on to it. And he started yelling at me, and he stormed out of the room, and he apologized at the, <laughs> he? At the senior banquet because he said, I didn't realize it was actually like broke. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. But, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, went to state there mm -hmm. and uh, lots of ibuprofen and uh, tape to get through that whole state, state tournament. It was all swelled up in black and blue. But How'd you place then? Ended up taking second. Yeah. Yep, overtime match in the finals. Mm. So. so you got a good wrestling relationship then with all these guys here. You can tell them a lot of stuff that's been going on with you. So Yeah. That's great. Yeah. This is how many years you've been coaching? This is your first year coaching. Yeah, I kind of got out of wrestling uh, for some time. After Kirby graduated, then I kind of just fell out of it uh, mm -hmm. for some time. Doing the doing the parent thing and the newlywed thing, it's, it's a yeah. lot of stuff going on in life. And uh, <laughs> uh, 2017, I got in, back into working out because I wanted to start Western hunting and focus on oh. elk hunting. And that's kind of my passion. In the elk last, hunting? Elk hunting, oh yep. In the last uh, six years, I've been doing that every year. And then uh, this summer, we were at the Mineral Springs Brewery for one of the wrestling events. And I happened to be talking to Mr. Meager, <laughs> uh, Mike, and mentioned that I wouldn't mind getting back into and helping out a little bit. And for some reason right there, I ended up signing a 20, what was it, a 20 year contract 20 year you said in that yep. text message? <laughs> I, was in, I was in Florida at the time and all of a sudden I get the text, he goes, Justin Sorensen's in for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he finished the writing after you signed it. That's then. right, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, verbal like verbal contract. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, you guys the next one there? Yeah, well, you know, I, so you're not like a yeller. You're not, you're, you're a pretty soft-spoken gentleman who leads by example and everything like that. Mm -hmm. What would you say, like, you bring to a wrestling room with your style? You know, it's, um, it, it can be expertise. I've already seen, like, 
a lot of these guys latch on to some of your technique and stuff like that. What would you say kind of what you bring, you know, your value to a, a wrestling room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things, you know, like um, I like going live with the guys that uh, that keeps me yeah. in shape and uh, it definitely it definitely helps them out. Right. The more yeah. that the coaches can go live with them and uh, try to help them out as you do that. Well, you never took shortcuts yeah. when you were wrestling. So that's good. Uh, you know, especially with the heavier weights, I, you know, that's where I kind of was at both high school and college. So, I mean, mm-hmm. with different moves, especially like he was saying, people that move around a lot and are uh, going to be more shooters and that, and that was kind of like a middleweight. And that was kind of like my style. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to bring that. And, These and kids as are a lot see, faster. Yeah, now. yeah. And, yeah, as, a, and as we see things that we can improve on, you know, that's where I hope I can, I can help out. Well, and you've already, like I said, we have um, we have a couple guys in here, and and unfortunately, uh, you know, one of them this decided not to finish out his senior season and everything. But watching you stay after practice, uh, you know, uh, bestowing upon them like Turk theory, you know, mm-hmm. being able to do yeah. leg Turk stuff, and and watching them kind of really take that in, especially those big boys. Um, it's just an example, but also I, you and Scala and, and Woodrich and Keller, uh, all the assistants do such a great job of, you know, letting them, you know, pushing them to the point of uh, if they're doing a move correctly, you're letting them finish, you know, like yeah, yeah. and if they're if they're still moving, you know, letting them finish. But if they're doing something incorrectly, it's, you know, a little bit of a. You know, punishing them like kind of, uh, kind of that yeah, buzzer on the cheese for the rat, like nah, not yeah. that way. You know, yeah, I think so. it's important to uh, let them finish uh, finish some of the moves, especially if they get in and they earned it, they got in deep. Yeah, you know, it's good to show them that that, that they uh, what they did was correct, and they're gonna get some. Uh, yes, it is. You know, some positive reinforcement out of it. Absolutely. I mean, I never, I never let let up, but I, oh, I'm glad you do. Sometimes no. you gotta beat no. them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've kind of went over your highlights and your career highlights, but there's one you didn't mention: your freshman year at the high school state tournament. You remember what happened there? You were you were coming along as an extra that day. You did you end up? Adam had a little cold sore on his lip. They wouldn't let him weigh in, and I heard Davis yell, "Get Sorensen!" Well, did you come in that day <clears throat> for weigh-ins? I weighed, I think it was freshman year. God, your eyes are like that big. I, I weighed in, but I never actually participated in no, any you didn't of the. Wrestle it. No, okay. no, no. Okay, I didn't. I can't remember you. if that was, uh, if that was freshman or if that was uh, my sophomore year, but yeah. But that, I know your eyes are really big when but, he yelled your name. But, yeah. <laughs> but that junior year, which would have been my senior, you know, having you, you know, kind of bookend our team, mm-hmm. you know, being able to rely on our 189 pounder to at least get a win, if not That's what he came rack up extra. Yeah, like yeah. that that was huge. You know, and, and, and being one of the heavier weights, you're kind of like, you know, it, there's a lot of stress on your shoulders and yeah. you just have to be able to carry that weight, right? Because yep. you go into it and we're winning, well then, all right, we're it really doesn't matter. You go into it, and a lot of times, and we've seen this lately, where the end of the match is getting, it's super close, and it comes down to, you know, back then it was 89 heavyweight. Yeah, Yeah. we we need to make this happen. Like, we need a pin. Like, that's a lot of times that's what would happen. We got to the point where, because our heavyweight wasn't always, um, 
super. It was. They were you know, young. They were young. We had and, young heavyweights. Yep, yep. Yeah. So it was like it was like you need a pin, or we aren't going to win. You know, we aren't going to win this. So you go into that, and it, and it, especially like I remember at the at the state tournament uh, in the team match against uh, Apple Valley. Uh, I ran out there. My brother had just gone out there, and actually, I think he just ended up getting pinned by. I think that guy Daniel. placed. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, he got he got tossed in a in a, in a ladder drop, I think, and got pinned. And yep. I think that guy took first or second that year. And the guy I went against, he was big, burly, and and when I first grabbed onto him, I thought, oh man, this guy's pretty tough. But I ended up catching him. And I think you wore him out. It was like a, a I can't remember if it was a a power double or a, a single leg, but ended up getting him off the ground. And that picture actually, that might have been actually the, that was junior year that, that actually in the state. Yep. Yeah, because that was my senior year. Yes, yep. yes, yeah. because the next year we actually had a pretty cool photo of it and it was actually on the state book. Uh, oh, yeah. And that was, and that was the, we walked up, I still remember we were walking down to check our weights the day before. And we saw one of the state books, and I looked over, and I saw OJ yeah. on the front page. And I yeah. go, hey, OJ, you made the front of the, of the wrestling book. And then all of a sudden, somebody went, hey, that's you. And I was like, holy crap, I'm on there, too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty cool pretty cool picture. Yeah. yeah. So That's awesome. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, you know, that, there was a lot of serious stuff. A lot of pressure on 189 <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. Yep. However... What's something you are allowed to say on mic as far as kind of one of your funnier or like favorite moments or just something like weird, crazy? I don't know. High school, college can be anything like that. <laughs> I should have prepped you for this one. I forgot yeah. to prep you for this. Question. I should have been prepped. I'm horrible yeah. at these kind of questions. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Let's see. Ooh. Off the top of my head, God, I just I can't think of anything right now. You and Scotty, nothing like that. Or I mean, you have two little knucklehead brothers. I mean, come on. Well, I'll tell you what. At the senior banquet, banquet my senior year, I was leaving. So me and Daniel, we were kind of thick as thieves throughout yeah. high school, um, and everybody kind of made jokes about that, right? And I was leaving senior year. I'm done. So at the banquet, we ended up giving him a blow up doll. And everybody, and everybody uh, said that since Justin's leaving, you'll need somebody. So, oh my God! <clears throat> yeah, so he had a he got to take a blow up doll home with him. So yeah, that's Every, awesome. everybody in the crowd got a pretty oh, good laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That was a good one. Yeah, they got that a pretty good laugh. Good yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sitting up there. And I, oh my goodness! <laughs> so that's amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. funny yeah. though. It was on the you know the funny side of things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's didn't awesome. didn't know we took it seriously. We had a good time with that one. Yep. Good time. That was pretty good. Well, uh, I'm very grateful that you went uh, to the MSB fundraiser this summer because that started the chain of events and you ran into, you know, my uh, sports agent, Mike Megger. There you go. Yeah. Uh, who <laughs> is, of course, a talker, but also a great recruiter because it's He's great to talker. have you back in the room. He's a talker. Yeah. it's it, It's been so much fun having you back. Um, and I just... I knew it was going to be beneficial, don't get me wrong, but I love how you're doing something right. They light up every time you come in. I know we have a lot of coaches that can't be here every day. Um, you guys do a great job, though, of 
you know, making the effort, planning it out. You know, we don't have a lot of teachers on staff, so it's a lot of people taking time away from their jobs and mm -hmm. uh, sacrificing that way. So yeah, thank you so my, much. With my work schedule, Mondays and Tuesdays are pretty much the only days that I can uh, be here. Yeah. And then, you know, it really hasn't worked out for weekend tournaments, but I've been trying to make the home matches. But yeah. trying to get the most out of the two days that I am here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of these coaches have had a lot of time with these guys. So I'm still learning names. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure. The guys that I work with every day, I got their names down, but there's a lot of people I just don't know, and I just mm -hmm. haven't had that relationship with yet. So I just got to build that trust, and and uh, it's going to take time. Yeah, absolutely. How about a shout out? Yeah, shout out to anybody. Yeah, uh, like you said, my uh, grandma and grandpa, and you know, and, and my They're dad. Avid, and, avid and fans for I don't know how yeah, many years. My entire family, yeah. you know, like I had huge support throughout high school and college. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think my dad missed a match. No. You know, for sure in high school, and, and unless it was across the country in college, my dad was there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I give him a lot of credit and a, a lot of thanks because, that, you, you know, especially as a young man, you don't get as far as you do if you don't have the support of your family and friends and everybody Absolutely. else. Yeah. That's where I always had some people tell me, you drive it that far for a six-minute match, what's it, what's it get to beat in the first period? Then. Yeah. Two minutes, you're gonna go, and then they gotta go all the six hours coming home. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the kids, they you know, you don't realize it until later on, but the kids do really appreciate oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It means yeah. a lot to them. Absolutely. But then, other than that, be just my you know wife Carrie and my okay. two kids. Okay. So awesome. yeah. Well, two thank girls. you, sir. I appreciate it. We'll be back with more wrestling right after this break. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast here with Head Coach. DJ Johnson, Gary and Johnson. Your longtime middle school head coach, Larry Hovden. Yeah, long mm -hmm. time. 30 something, I don't know, 27 years, I think it was. I, I can't yeah. remember. I lost track now. <laughs> but we had, I've had a lot of fun in that. And we have Josh Woodrich. Josh Woodrich. Head JV I had to coach. Make sure I said the right names. For Owatonna High School Wrestling. And our. Like my absolute uh, crutch, I lean on for all technical stats, everything like that. Very hand man. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it, Woodrich is a popular name in Owatonna. Who? What? What's all the connections here? Um, so my dad, uh, mm -hmm. Jeff, and my mom, Lisa, who was originally Lisa Krause, um, have lived in Owatonna their whole lives. Well, that's um, a wrestling name too, Krause. Yeah, um, and then my grandpa, so my dad's dad actually used to own a funeral home here mm. in town, um, okay. so that's kind of what brought them to Owatonna originally, and gotcha. never never left after that. I know your dad did miss a match. I know I saw him right in the front row. He, he, was, he was there pretty much every, every time we went, so was my mom anywhere, um, except for those long trips to Wisconsin we'd always mm -hmm. take. They never went to those but. yeah and you're not an only child no even i know you a, wanted to be but you're not i um i have a one brother who wrestled um he actually graduated the first year that i officially started coaching here um so that was kind of cool to coach my brother jake or most people probably know him as bear yep. um his senior year and just to kind of see him succeed and do his thing was fun that's awesome that's awesome. So how was the supper table when you went home at night? Did you talk a lot to him about wrestling or kind of leave it in the room? Pretty much just kind of 
left it in the room. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, and so, uh, you know, how many years have you, it seems like forever, even though you're only, you know, in your 20s. Yeah. Um, how many years have you been back? The year after I graduated high school, so my first year of college at Gustavus, um, and then the year after that, so my freshman and sophomore year of college, I kind of just came in and helped out a little bit um, with Coach Castile. So he kind of got me my start. Um, and then going into my junior year of college, um, during the summer, they were having some like camps and duels on Monday nights out at the church oh, yeah. by Cabela's. Yep. Oh, yeah. And yep. I had been refing those and just kind of helping out yeah, there. I was and, rolling the mats up for that one. Yep. Yeah. So my first official year coaching was my junior year of college. So, um, and they kind of needed someone to come in and wrestle with Spencer Sorensen. So that's how I got my <laughs> yeah. real official coaching start. Someone he's not going to hurt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and can handle. Yep. Nice. Okay, your coaching style. We talked about when you coach. What kind of style do you like? Yeah, you're kind of like the heavyweight, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mostly co- mostly work like in practice with the bigger guys because mm-hmm. that's what I always was. I was always um, when I was little, my brackets either had two letters in them or a plus after the weight. So <laughs> I've been a big guy forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just kind of working with those big guys and letting them um, work and get better and teaching them a little bit. Yeah, sure. What do you teach them? What, what what's the one of the better moves you show? What do you, where do you shine? Um, That's what we're looking at. I guess my my best position is kind of working from an underhook mm-hmm. on your feet and just kind of that knee block and snatch single type of stuff. So mm. that's kind of my four oh, K or for bread sure. And butter. You don't want to get caught underneath them. We see that translating directly to our heavyweight right now, yep. Mr. Lauer. That's working for him. So yeah, keep that up. Nice. Well, and I, I would say you're just like Coach Sorensen. You're a, a, a great lead by example. You're you're wrestling live every single day. Um, maybe not the the most vocal in the room. I know I also bogart that. I'm. It's my voice kind of the entire time, so I, I don't leave a lot of dead air. So sorry about that. But um, no, my voice is holding up. It is. Last year, it sure didn't. (laughs) I'm used to it this year, apparently. But no, so I I, I love that. And I love the fact that uh, just like uh, Coach Sorensen, you know, you reward as the technique is developing, you know, the correct things. And um, it's great to see. It's not like you're just going out there and demolishing them, which you know you can do because you're in great shape. So we appreciate that, too. Well, that's good. You know, the big guy like you're showing a big guy to do the move right mm-hmm. you know, that's hard for a heavyweight sometimes yeah they get rolling one direction you know it's kind of hard to stop sometimes right yeah and, yeah uh, yeah i see that with heavyweights a lot i saw it last night too on the matches i was watching so well and how about uh your own career then on the mat what did that look like um so i think i started wrestling in kindergarten or my last year of preschool somewhere right around there um Wrestled up until fifth grade, took a year off because I was just kind of burned out going to tournaments every weekend and yeah, wanted, to, was a pusher. wanted to give basketball 
a shot in sixth grade and that that's because you were the biggest guy then yeah and that that didn't go so well my coordination wasn't (laughs) i kind of i kind of played basketball like it was football or street ball so that didn't that didn't last real long Mm -hmm. um but then i started wrestling again in seventh grade with coach hovden and i think you might have been i was coaching that year yeah and coach mock so a lot of the coaches i coach with now were actually my coaches at one point, so that's kind of cool. Isn't that, to, some, isn't that fun when that happens? It's really cool. Um, and then wrestled middle school all the way through high school. Um, my junior year, though, um, towards the middle of the year, I had some sort of skin thing. I think it was impetigo or something and missed a couple weeks. And then um, hmm. lost a wrestle-off after that. Um, yeah. So the end of my junior year didn't exactly go how I wanted it to. Um, and I was. Who was that to then? Logan Barrett. Oh. Oh, yeah. And I was. Oh, he was a good wrestler. Yeah. You don't have no, to be ashamed of that one. No. Yeah. But um, towards, the end of my, <laughs> towards the end of my junior year, I was kind of set on not wrestling as a senior because I was um, convinced that I was going to play college football. Um, but then actually, um, I don't know if you guys remember Dalton Henderson yeah, at all, quite well. um, towards the end of the year or at our banquet, I think his dad had kind of caught wind of that and kind of pulled me aside and was told me, you're not going to quit. You're going to yeah. wrestle and everything. So then, um, by the end of my junior year, I had been starting to go in and lift every morning, um, with one of our quarterbacks on the football team, we were lifting, taking snaps together and everything. And my senior year, I just knew I kind of really wanted to leave my mark on it and work hard. So my senior year, I finally ended up kind of breaking through and going from that kind of bubble starter, backup type wrestler and qualified for state as a senior. So that was, that was fun seeing all that hard work I had put in pay off. Uh-huh. That's awesome that you stuck with it and saw the benefit of doing both. Yep. Yeah. That's incredible. Let's see. So that's your own wrestling career. Um, what's your favorite or funniest moments? You got any? Um, yes. I think you're going to both remember this one. I know why. Um, <laughs> we were up at Coon Rapids. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. There it is. And I think we were down by... Three. Either three or one or something going into my match, and I was the heavyweight. Um, and I went out there and got a pin to win in eighth grade at that Coon Rapids tournament. And we would have after, won by three points. Yeah. We would have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after I won, my dad came storming out of the stands um, onto the <laughs> mat, picked me up, gave me a hug. It, well, it wasn't like a. No. The parents who come out of the stands mad because their mad kid lost or, or mad at the right. ref or something. He was just so fired up and so happy for me that he kind of lost track of everything <laughs> ref, and came uh, down the there on the mat. The ref raised your hand yet. Yeah. That was the oh, problem. Oh, yeah. And I, I saw him go like this, and I'm thinking, oh, no. He's, how many points is he going to take away? So I look up at that scoreboard, and they only took one point away. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, nice. And that was a huge pin, though. It yeah. was. Yeah, that's one of them where I told you, you got to get a pin. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. You got to get you got to pin them and just win it. You know. Yeah. You don't want to go all that way and just decision. You want to pin them. Yeah. And he did. He just went out and he <laughs> stuck them. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, oh, and all the kids trying to keep everybody off the mat yeah. after you got that pin. Because that ref would have called that, too. Oh, yeah, storming the mat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and I awesome. I warned them all when I said, when he gets his pin, you guys stay off the mat. Because they were doing it earlier when somebody came Oh, out. sure. Yeah. And I had warned them all about it. But the cheapers, we had to get in front of them to stop them. Mm-hmm. Well, and that team stuff, that's what sticks with you, yeah. too. I well, mean, those are definitely the most fun. And then, obviously, making it to state yeah. finally oh, was yeah. cool, too. Sure. Yeah, those team ones you always remember more mm-hmm. than anything. Yep, your dad had no idea what he was doing. He had no idea that he was taking <laughs> getting points taken away. He blacked was just out. So happy, <laughs> just went out so there, excited. picked you up, and you were heavyweight. You were yeah. pretty big at that time. Yeah, and he picked you up. He he did he do a circle or something? And he just ran back. He might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, that was the only time I ever had a parent on a match. <laughs> I think I had a mom one time came up to the edge, but she was kind of mad at the ref. Oh, sure. So that was yeah. a whole different situation there, but yours was just funny. It was like, oh, my goodness sakes. Yeah. So I, I, that's, that's probably the funniest memory yeah. I have of wrestling. It was. It was a good one. Well, How about shout-outs? Yeah. Um, probably my mom and dad, because um, they were the ones who really kind of got me mm-hmm. started in wrestling and were always there to support me and gave me what I needed, knew kind of when to push me a little bit and when to back off and just yeah, were always... Your dad do that. Always wanted to see their boys, me and my brother, do well and just always supported us. Your dad was such an avid fan. Avid. I mean, he did a, a special show on Sunday mornings on the radio station and that's all he talked about was the wrestling beat on Saturday. <laughs> he kept saying, go Huskies, and he'd throw in that Indian thing because <laughs> yeah. he was an Indian. And, oh, man. He was an avid avid fan. Yeah, he, he, he loved going. And, and he so knew everybody. If, during a match, if I had to call him when I was on the radio and ask about something about a wrestler coming up or something, he knew the answer. Mm-hmm. He knew it. I got a, I got a lot of texts during, from him yeah, asking about during, during the match, right guys so through he a could match. get back to you. And uh, he... <laughs> He would just, when we go to the advertisement, then we could talk, and he'd just fill us in on the next mm-hmm. guy. It's like, wow. You do this stuff. That's incredible. Good dad. Well, thank you so much, sir. Yeah. I appreciate you. I mean, every day you are one of the constants. You're one of the people that's always in here uh, helping out, but also, like I said, head JV coach. So um, it's I, it's nice to have like someone as trustworthy and well-organized as you for someone like me who can feel absolutely chaotic at times. And uh, I just never have to worry, and I appreciate that so much. And and also someone to, I mean, not every program has someone that can roll with heavyweights, you know, that can actually push them and... They could do a move right. Uh, yeah, because w- w- without yeah. that, you know, they they could just be doing it wrong over and over again and not have kind of a, a shining example of what to execute. So love that too. Thank yes. you. I appreciate you calling me organized. You might be the first one that's ever said that. So <laughs> I thank feel you it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. Okay. Well, well that about wraps up our Otano Wrestling Weekly Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. We just finished that one up. So Just want to give a shout-out maybe to Flemke there. 
Mr. Flemke Insurance Agency. Oh, yeah. They're the one-stop shop. That's the big thing there. They, they shop around for you, get the best prices. I know that. I've heard that many, many times. And he, uh, I'm sure he wants me to say that 24-7, he never sleeps. Um, he'll always, no, he, but he is a hard, hard worker. I know that for a fact. He, I get responses on the weekends. It's whatever for his clients. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a great quality to have in an insurance agent. Okay, and again, Justin Sorensen and Josh Woodrich are guys coming in here, assistant coaches on the varsity squad, JV head coach, I think you are. And so you're doing really well, Josh. Just keep up the good work, and teams will get better. That's the way it goes. Absolutely. All right, that's it, Coach. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Take care.